uh, let me kick it off really quick. Uh, so thank you again, everybody, for joining. This is a little trial, a uh, little tester. We are coming to you guys late. You ready for some hot takes? I am just, just slapping on hot takes, just slapping all day. You want the introduction, or we pass that at this point? To my right, I will take a quick appreciation. Quinton, Quinn Bonneau. I got co-host, Vish. How you doing, Vish? Co-host is just not accurate. here for the hot takes. Congratulations on getting married. Hey, you idiot. Are you ready for some hot takes? He's like, this is why you bet on the Rockies in April. Question mark. It's 12.30 in the morning. So, you go up, what is it? Bottom of the order. Go Cubs. We have uh, been talking about doing a podcast. I've wanted these two to do a podcast for a very long time. Um, I think they're very funny. I think they have great chemistry. Uh, and finally, they've agreed to do it. Luckily, here on my platform, RBI Baseball. So thank you, gentlemen, so much for finally deciding to say yes. Uh, really excited about it. And uh, Q, I think you said you have some notes. And yeah, so... Surprisingly have some notes. <laughs> so I was going to see... Like what? If, you, if you don't know Nick and I's relationship here is like I'm not very organized, but compared to Nick, I have to become like <laughs> literally the fucking person. <laughs> that Nick's on at nine o'clock is also just a start. It's a miracle. Hey, we're here, baby. We're living. It's 2021. Also, rounds the text like three times to get to get me to be like, hey, this time works. <laughs> I was just waiting. I was waiting. Yeah, it works forever. I was waiting for Nick Connor. If you don't know this, like I'll text Nick sometimes. I'll be like, "Yo," like when we used to throw. I'd be like, "Hey, I'll come pick you up. At, I'll pick you up at 11. <laughs> I'd get there at eleven. You'd be like, "Ah, I'm not even at my house." How? How? How did that happen? I did love you get it. Fucking lost. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't anyway. Idea. Sorry. Yeah. Off topic. <laughs> no. But, no. All good, man. So, yeah. uh, you got some notes, Q? Yeah, I don't want to start with this, but we have to. The NL West offseason. It's, it's, it's a brutal one, isn't it? Uh, I guess we can start with the biggest one. The one everyone asks me when I tell them I'm a Rockies fan is, how do you feel about Nolan Arenado? And you're like, <laughs> to me, we had to trade him. I've been telling we should have been rebuilding forever because the one thing the Rockies never do is try to win. Like They're like, ah, we're cool being 500, losing in the wild card. So I'm kind of glad we're actually trying to rebuild. Now, what we got is pretty, pretty bad. Um, like, I'm always okay with, like, you're spending $50 million, Like, get rid of a contract like that that happens and it's whatever. But not getting one prospect in the top 100 when they have three is horrible. Yeah, I kind of agree. I'm going to be honest. I think this is better than holding on to him. One, you get rid of the money. Dumb contract. The minute you sign Charlie Blackman. Signing Nolan to that on money. If you're a small market franchise, isn't worth it unless you have somehow drafted so well that you've you know a bunch of guys on rookie deals and arbitrate you know in early arbitration or something like that. But just in general, you can't hold on to that money. I know they paid fifty million of it, but they're still going to save like a hundred and change million. So like they're they're shipping a lot of the contract out. Which I know Gomber. I like Gomber a lot. I think that's a good deal. I think he could possibly throw a high three. He'd be a high three guy, course field possibly. A lot. It's hard to do, but yeah, Gomer's definitely the best piece we got for it. But yeah, the other yeah. guys, it's like whatever. Yeah. Another big thing with the Rockies that just upset me, and we were arguing about this last night, was David Dole. Yeah. You said good. you said he had to sign him for six million. Do you know what the Rangers signed him for? You said it was, was it two point eight? Two point seven. Two point seven million dollars. So 
I do. I get it. He gets hurt a lot, a lot. But two point seven is he's with his upside is so fucking good. Also, who are you gonna play in the outfield? Like, what do you have instead of him? I'm not played saying he's trying to play over Garrett. Played over Garrett Hampson. I do. If David Dahl's bad again, who cares? It's two million dollars. Yeah, agreed. He's and like, you could be good, and you could flip him and get something back. If you're trying to exactly. There's not a, there's not a situation where you shouldn't have him on your roster. Like it was, it's a, it's there's no like risk at it at all. Yeah, no, I agree. Like play um like play four outfielders and have a rotation going. Like Charlie's not going to play 150 games. No, and even if he does, David, like you said, best case he plays well. Let's say you're trying to lose and you want to rebuild, which they should be doing. I've been calling for that for years. They hold on to Cargo, hold on all these dudes, never get anything returned. Finally, they trade Nolan, but it's like. You're still trying to keep guys that are cheap, that are good players. Like, David Dahl's cheap. He's a good player. If he plays well, all you got to do is flip him for, you know, a 17-year-old pitching prospect. At least get exactly. something back. Like you're yeah, no, playing. like, even if it's someone that's, who's a 20-rounder and he's like, has a little potential and he's in double-A, yeah. like, who cares? It's, you can get something if he plays well back. Dude, again, like, and I was saying, like, worst case, he plays bad. Or he gets yeah, hurt exactly. again. Then just don't play him. Like, two million is not killing you right now, especially getting rid of that Nolan contract. Are you guys you're really... You guys really skipping over the fact that the Rockies also gave away 50 mil in cash? Dude, yeah, no, see, like, I don't think that's that big of a deal. It, kind of, it happens when you have that bigger contracts. Yeah. But I with the combination of it, of the no, no prospects like, I expected, and... I expected them to get 30, 40 in that range up. Yeah, like, Stan, I remember Stan's deal. I'm, I got, unfortunately, I'm going to just, I'll try to say what Richard, I'm going to mess up numbers, yeah, but, like... I think when they traded him, there was like 230 million left on his deal. And the Yankees paid the entire thing except for about 20. I think it was 25 million that the Marlins ate, but they got mm-hmm. nothing. The Rockies got close to nothing. It's, they got it Gobber. Was, it was pretty much Gobber, and they paid they paid 50 million for Gobber. Yeah, it was. That's it was the issue. Deal. Like if it was their 20 million, this would be fine. Or if it was like 50 million plus, you get Matthew Matthew Libertor back. That'd be a great trade. <laughs> It was one. It was one of those things where it's like I love the plan, terrible execution. Yeah, horrible yeah. execution. I mean, we, just we like about the Rockies. We, we talk about the Rockies. We're not seeing the Rockies pick. Really hope. I know this is an off-season wise, but God, I hope the Angels are good. I think they're the one team that will overpay for Trevor. Just John. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I, I, like I think they're the one team that will overpay for Trevor at the, the, the deadline. I think a lot of teams overpay for Trevor. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Trevor's story, although. Years ago, I said he was a glorified stopgap. Oh my god! I think Trevor Story was the back, best back player in the Rockies in the last twenty years. When I when I people brought me about Trevor Story, I was probably the most, the most high person about Trevor Story. I remember that. And yeah, Nick called him a glorified stopgap for Brendan Rodgers. After Hormona, eleven eleven days, I was like, God. <laughs> dude, he's, like, he's, hot. he's hot. Okay, he's a hot glorified stopgap. Like, I was like, oh. 11 days of hell, and then it was like, you're like, that's good. Year he played okay. Yeah, he started, he like, started I think it was Arizona. He had like two in the first day, and I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, stopgap. It's just hitting fucking 11 homers in the first week and a half. For anyone that's listening to this, some background would simply be we obviously went to junior college together, played baseball together. Q, obviously, would just, he would run into my room, or I'd be in his room. Whatever he'd run in through the door and be like, "Look, fucking look again." Another one. Another one. I was like, "Dude, I got the update too. I fucking know. Thanks for coming in here." After, yeah, I dug my heels in my defense. And in his second year, he had like a 750 OPS, and his OPS plus was like below 100. And I was like, "So was his weighted runs career plus?" And I was like, "There he is." 
just a small sophomore slump, and now he's like, "Yeah, we're getting so off. We're getting so off top here. I'm not yeah. Northwest off. Yeah. All right. We go over the Giants. Story. Quick, quick. story. We'll do a quick one. The Giants. The Giants. Again, not much really to talk about. Like, they're going to be the third best team in the division. They got Tommy Lestella. Yeah, I don't even know. Really like, are they going to be the third? They're not going to be the third best team in the division. You think? Uh, I don't really Diamondbacks could be alright. Yeah. I don't know, I guess we can go to the Diamondbacks then. Like, what was their offseason wasn't that fulfilling anyway. They Soria. Um, he'll start, be their three probably. And they got him for a one year three. I'm trying to look at the Giants offseason. Do the Giants, besides getting Stella, which Stella was a really good contract being three years. Also, female, like, but again, it's just like, I don't know. My, there's two, there's two love, juggernauts in that division. No, I agree. I also love uh, the Kevin Gosman contract. I think he's super underrated. He's like a high-risk, high-reward guy. Not even high-risk. He's like, you could get a 3-5 with him with a bunch of Ks. And that's a guy that stuff's you know, great. Yeah, yeah, like he, yeah exactly. Like he, I'm not saying he's like, you should slot him in your floor, maybe a 5 or a contender. I'm just saying like, I yeah, like no, that. like you know, he's a guy you're trying to win something. Yeah, no, a guy that pitched 20, 20, 25 games maybe in the year. Yeah, yeah, and like he, he's going to have to K a ton of guys. He'll probably be in the fours, but he might be higher. If you, if you have a reliable pen, he can be very good. good yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Like, I don't mind it. And then I saw, too, they got, uh, what's his face? Anthony Descalfini. He's super underrated. I don't hate him. Um, he's all right. And then Jake McGee is another one that I saw that I kind of locked in on. Jake McGee, obviously, I think he pitched pretty well for the Dodgers last year, right? This is going to sound bad. But. Yeah, he threw really well in the beginning. Um, but again, how do we feel about 2020? It's a good point. I don't, I don't care about their stats. Mick and I are uh, big. Mick and I are a big believer. If uh, you had the best year of your career, or the worst year of your career in 2020, I don't really care. Yeah. Just how little sure. games and just how weird of a season was. I just. Yeah. For sure. Just really don't care that much. Now let's go to the juggernauts. I'm gonna start with the Padres or Dodgers first. Um, Dodgers. We can go right. Dodgers. Let's go Padres. Right, let's, let's, let's go Padres. We can Padres, Dodgers. Dodgers. Let's do Padres. Okay. All right, Padres. <laughs> Who's a bigger sign, Snell or Darvish? I don't know. That's a great question. I think Darvish because the ceiling's higher. What about value wise? For sure, Darvish. Snell's yeah, contract is better. What's up? Snell's contract is better. Oh uh, yeah, I guess that's fair. Snell's contract is better, but they didn't give. They give him nothing. Yeah, it was Zach Davies and a bunch yes, of six people. That's true. As a Cubs fan, believe me, I got the move. I understand what we're doing. We're just literally shipping money away, and we shipped everything. But it's like, oh man, we got a bunch of sixteen-year-old kids, and I like Davies. I've been a big Davies guy for a long time. He's the poor man's Kyle Hendricks. Him coming over, I'm like, oh man. Hey, you you now love right handers that throw 88. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> we're gonna have three dudes throwing 88, and then one guy throwing like 89, and then like whoever we slot in the five could be Braylon Marquez throwing 100. He's left-handed, but that's for a different time. Anyway, different time, different talk, different <laughs> podcast. Yeah, he. Uh, I love Davies, but yeah, the deal was just we got nothing, but we also shipped yeah. this whole deal. So for the Padres, it's like they gave them nothing. They just, they just upgraded from Zach Davies, who's probably a three, who I like. He's a good three. To a legitimate one if your daughter's is healthy. Do they have the best rotation in baseball? No, because the Dodgers is probably better. Oh, it's just a transition oh, over. Yeah, I mean, no, I want to talk about the Padres a little more, too. Right. They got, uh, they made some just really good moves in general. They got that Korean infielder. I know nothing about him, to be honest with you. I hate Korean hitters. 
sounds ridiculously racist. It's not. I just don't. <laughs> oh God! Like and now, no, no, I hear you. Hero's incredible. I know Hideki Met or Hideki Metsu was good. Look up his advanced statistics. He was incredible. He was good. There, there are guys out there that can hit. I'm not saying there aren't. Otani is obviously incredible. I doubt his ability to hit. You know, maybe. Yeah. Just, you know, no, I get it from like going from like a mate, uh, a mate, like a pro level standpoint from like that international side is. Yeah. We just haven't seen a lot of great hitting hitters. Yeah, yeah. We've seen I, some really good pitchers. Yeah, I love their pitchers. They're they're injury prone sometimes, but like yeah. man, they can pitch, but they just can't hit. Yeah. Maybe that's not the case, but I don't know. Yeah. I'd be like, they got that one little crane. Like, I should. They also, they also got. Uh, they also got. They also got Musgrove. <laughs> well, the Musgrove. Yeah, that's true. They got Musgrove. I like him. They're just gonna be. They're so deep on the rotation too. Yeah, like so deep. They don't even need Mackenzie Gore, and Mackenzie Gore could be Clayton Kershaw. Like, dude, they don't. They literally are gonna run Snell, Lamette, not in order, obviously. Um, yeah. Darvish. What's his face? Uh, Joe Musgrove. And then Mus- what? I love what's his face. Great player. <laughs> And then uh, who's their who's their other starter? Hey, dude, I forgot about that. Is that lefty that uh, that rookie? He came up last year in the postseason. No, it's not Weathers. Not starting Weathers. It isn't. It's not Weathers. Okay. It's not. He's he's younger than Gore is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they have Ryan Weathers. They have that dude and Mackenzie Gore, who's the best pitching prospect in baseball, in the whim, and they don't even need them. They literally don't need them. Think about that. Mackenzie Gore. Yeah, I know. I know. Be Clayton Kershaw. And they have they have a couple good hitters. Yeah, I mean, dude. Know, especially especially on their left side of their field. Yeah. Like, I think we need to mention those two, but yeah. they're very good at baseball. Fernando Tatis is the best shortstop in baseball. He's worth every penny of that contract. Good for him. Good for the Padres. All around incredible. It's just a great deal for both sports. sides. Yeah. It's such a great deal for both sides. Agreed. It's one of those deals like I, uh, like my friends or like that don't follow baseball that often. They're like 14, 13 years. You're like, dude. I was like, how do I explain? I was like, how do I explain this to you? Yeah. It, like, makes sense. Like, imagine getting Brady at 24 knowing you're going to get an elite player for 13 years. Exactly. It's how, like, my like well, what if he gets hurt? I was like, okay, if he has a career-ending injury, that's the only way the contract wasn't good. Exactly. That's the, well, like... No, I agree. Like, it's a good... It's just, like, they're going to make money off Tatis. He's a marketing. He's going to be the face of baseball. It might already be, honestly. And then, like... Yeah, people making arguments already. He's third, like second or third best player in baseball. I mean, dude, if he keeps, I don't agree with that is. personally, but I do. Yeah, I like, he's, he's, he's definitely. I've been like in the tops. I've been like six or five. I'm gonna look up his career numbers. He's played probably about 162 games in the last two years. So, like, let's see. I'm gonna look up his numbers, and I, I think you're gonna be shocked if he plays like he's played. I think he's the second best player in the game. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Lol. <laughs> Lol. LOL. Uh, this man. Garrett Hampson. Garrett Hampson is the best player in the league, right? This man. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> has had 558 billion bats. That's a full season. A 7 more, 6.9. I'm on baseball reference. A 3 to 1 batting average. Shout, out, shout out baseball reference. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, we're working to differentiate, you know. 39 home runs, 98 RBIs. The RBIs are relevant. 29 or 27 bags. 370 on base, 582 slugging, and 956 OPS plus 156 OPS, 155 OPS plus. I think his rookie year offensively, he struggled a little bit because he was just kind of making some errors. He made a bunch of errors, but yeah, I, I know he's already an elite defender. Yeah, very good. Tell me how that's on the second best player in baseball. There's not even an argument against it. If he keeps this up, you know how I feel. Uh, just 
I want to give respect to Mookie after the postseason, mostly. Dude, Mookie Betts is. I, 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 I do. I, I like. Remember last year, everyone was making the uh, record that they were like, he's the best player in baseball. And I was like, who was it? I think it was A Rod was doing it. Oh, I, Stop I, it. Stop it. Stop some, it. Yeah. Some Milwaukee rider, I'm going to interrupt you real quick because I do that yeah. all the time, wrote also, like, you can take the mic right back after, but wrote an article was like, is Christian Yelich the best player in baseball after his two MVP seasons? And I love Christian Yelich. I think he yeah, is incredible to have for years before he got traded even. Didn't think he'd be this, but I was like, dude, are you are you stupid? Like, are you – he doesn't play center yeah. field. He's not even as good of a defender at his position. He doesn't play center field. He's also a worse hitter statistically, even though he's an incredible hitter. Just, like, look at analytics. He plays in the middle of the park. Sure. He's slightly better in OPS. I don't, I don't like comparing to Mike Trout. It's not fair. It just really isn't. Like, he's so good, dude. There's like, literally people's Instagrams. God, I wish we could. I wish I, I sent it to you before. There's people's Instagram comments. There's people's Instagram bios that are I struck out Mike Trout. Like, <laughs> like that's like that's their career. Like I did it. Like I don't yeah. care. Like dude, he scored a seventy or like I don't care. Dude, I don't blame <laughs> like, him. I, I would too. Trout. Like that's all I care about, and like rightfully so. Yeah, dude, he's the best player of all time, maybe. For uh, pitching lessons, that'd be in my bio as well. <laughs> yeah, dude. sure. They'd be like, no doubt. They'd be like, they'd be like tell, tell me the stories of uh, the big league. They'd be like, I struck out my trout. I would, oh, I would just dude. have like a. They're like, they're like, here's how I did it. He walked up. I saw a fastball, and I was like, Nah, he likes fastball down in it. <laughs> I'm gonna trick him. I would want to break down like an AB for like an hour. How I did it. No, I would just have, like, one of, like, I don't know, how many strikeouts do you think Mike Trout has had in his career? Like, let's say 350? I don't know. But I would just have, like, a one out of 350. That was, that was really low. Hey, I don't know. I was thinking about me <laughs> and my career, and I was trying to s- no. do the math, but of a, like, actually good hitter, and I came out well, to 350. Oh, shut up. Like, he, uh, <laughs> he is his 10th year of baseball. So, yeah, he's, he's pretty crazy. That'd be, thir- that'd be 30 a year. That'd be pretty cool. Hey, I don't know. How it's many like does he have? Probably like 700. 700? What, home runs? Oh, home runs? No, strikeouts. Oh. Strikeouts, yes. Strikeouts. I would assume more than that, honestly. That dude, 700? I don't think he does. I'm thinking like 80 a year. 90 a year. Yeah, I, I bet you it's more than that. You think? Yeah, he walks by 100. That'll be our side poll. I'll put that on Twitter right now. Yeah, do it. I'm going to be honest. It could be, it could be I would bet a lot of money. It's over 100 a year on average. It could be 300 total. No, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You, Probably not. Mike Trout strikes out more than people think he does. Strikeouts just don't matter, and I'll say it. They uh, don't matter. Right. You have to, it's a finish with division. Right, right. Let's go to right. the Dodgers really quick. There's only one thing I want to talk about here. Same. World Series same champs. I want to talk about. I'm going to say it. I'm gonna say it. How do you pay your game three forty five? How is that possible? Agreed. If there were a lot of people listening to this, they'd be like yelling at me. They're like, "How dare you put yeah. the stat god? Trevor Bauer's a monster. Trevor Bauer's not a three How they would be like, "How dare you turning off this? Turn the podcast off." No, I'm sorry. He's a game three. Hey, we're we're gonna be we're gonna if we're gonna do this we're gonna be we're gonna be doing hot takes. Let me just let me Not just. Not a hot take. Quick. I'm sorry. I've told people this. They get really mad at me. It's like one of the things people get pretty upset with me when I talk about Trevor Bauer 
on a really, really good team like the Dodgers is a game three. Agreed. And good. Like, I'm not saying his stuff's not good. His stuff's good. I just he's had two years under a four, and one of them was a short season. No, like, I mean, should, I this, these are just stats. I'm like, no, no. I mean, I'm gonna. I just pulled up his baseball reference page. I'm gonna go read his ERA stats so people yeah. have, that are listening to this can be like, okay, here's why. Because I'll give you the reason you pay him that much money. One, it's three years. Like, no, yeah, I'm, yeah the risk is low. He has player opt-outs anyway. Great, he'll never I, use them. I can give you another reason. The Dodgers. Yeah, they have the money. They have the money to do it. Yeah, like, and he has the ceiling, clearly. He threw it a 1-7 last year. was yeah. unbelievable. He has the ceiling. I get the argument. I'm just saying he's not going to rip. rip. I don't think – I think there's a very real chance he throws a bid three this year. And then it's a bad deal. It's just a horrible mm-hmm. deal. No, it's just like – it's not like that I think Bauer's bad. It's just the expectation of a $45 million contract is yeah. you have to be better than Garrett Cole, Scherzer. Jacob DeGrom. And, like, yeah. he's been up and once. He's He's not even been close every league. Not even been close. No. He's been on the same level as we've talked about before. Strowman. Yeah, I dude. love Strowman. No, me too. I, think like, I don't know who I would... This is, again, another really hot take. Connor, you can even roast me for this, but like, I don't know who I would take in a, this upcoming year, Strowman or Bauer. Do you mean, like, just question, do you mean take with their contract or just take it no I just mean one. straight this year that's fair I mean at the contract it's not even close for me yeah I don't no, even know what Sean's making but I think it's like 8 million something like that I believe it's a bargain dude we can look back at this in the end of the year and maybe like maybe Bauer had a 1-8 and Strom had a little 3-9 and I'm like oh my god that was the worst take I've ever heard in my life no it probably because will be I also don't think that's gonna happen but I also I think I know what I'm getting from Strowman. Strowman's gonna throw it at three four, three six, and I think Bauer is a chance he throws it at four. No, I agree. I very much agree. The ceiling for Bauer is there. I still think if you're talking about the contracts, I'd rather have Strowman's not even close. But if you're talking about just price or no price, price is equal. They're both making ten whatever you want to say or nothing. I don't know what you want to say. If the cost the same, I'd still probably rather take Bauer just simply because. It depends what you're looking like on your roster too. If you need a, you need an arm to pitch well, I probably take. I'm, I could argue Strowman, but if the Dodgers, it's not even close for me because you're going to pitch no matter what. You might as well have the ceiling of Bauer, who could throw it that one seven, but also could throw it. Yeah, four. I get that. We'll see though. Again, this could be a it could be the worst take ever. People would be like, hey. Well, and if we're putting if we're putting Bauer's ceiling at a four, and we're expecting Strowman to be at like a three five. But Bauer's ceiling is a one eight, or just at least repeating his Cy Young year of last year. Yeah. I mean, if money's not a topic or anything like that, I mean, I put my eggs in Bauer's basket, dude. I really do. With how much he puts I'm also in. Looking at it from a that's fair, I'm looking at a perspective of two game threes. Yeah, but I mean, Bauer's not a game three. I mean, Bauer's a game three of a returning World Series team with. Yeah. I mean, some damn good pitchers on the roster, but Strowman's a legit game three, in my opinion. If you're yossing out a 3-5 consistently, like, I mean, I I don't see Bauer and Strowman both being legit game threes. I think Bauer's normally on almost any other roster in the MLB, 
is Yasin at the ace or at least the number two. So, I, I mean, just to compare, like, Bauer to Stroman, I mean, that's not fair to Stroman, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, I, mean, but. I, was, I, I, always, I always pull up Stroman just because of the... Uh, just like the contract difference I mean it's fair like, but and they just also have just they're not guys that they, 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 I don't know I guess they have such different pitching repertoires like I guess you can say it's not fair from that perspective but I just going to strictly a stat basis that's like my thing with like analytics spinner all that kind of stuff either both 29 Bowers 30 Mitchell was 29 so same age pretty much but yeah that's my thing with like it's like the Kyle Hendricks argument. Knowing he doesn't get any shine because like I'm gonna read both their stats so we can just have some background. So I think it's a great comparison as well. Um, it's like Kyle Hendricks gets no shine as one of the best pitchers in baseball, but there's only like I mean there's four guys that are throwing under throwing under a three five the last four or five years. It's Verlander, Cole. No, it's not even Cole. It's like Degrom, Verlander, somebody else, and Kyle Hendricks. Like he's one of the best pitchers in baseball, no question. Has the ceiling? Had a year where he threw a two-one, should have won the Cy Young. Fucking Max Scherzer robbed him. <laughs> and then like has obviously the one of the best floors, if not the best floor in baseball. Like Kyle Hendricks is going to throw at a three-five or better, no matter what. It's never happened except for his rookie years, three-nine, but it wasn't a full year. Anyway, it's the same kind of argument because Bauer's ceiling, like you said, is that one-eight. My thing is. I think Strowman for sure is going to give you like a two seven or two five. He won't be a two five, like a high two maybe. It's very yeah, unlikely. To a, a mid three. Yeah, like the Warriors are going to get like a three eight three nine. That'd be pretty unlikely in my head. Bauer, I just there's a very high chance of him being at that four. He could be the one eight though, like you said. That's why like the money makes us the Dodgers especially. But okay, the last three years, Strowman. Let's see. Yeah, let's give you a lot of. Last 2017. Yeah, they'll move on. 2017, yeah. Strowman threw a 3.09 through 33 starts. 2018, he threw at a, he had a bad year, holy hell. 5.54 five, through 19 starts. Next full year, so 2019, last year before he opted out, because he opted out last year. Mm-hmm. 2019, full year in the major leagues, 32 starts, through at a, shit, 3.22. Like, that's just solid numbers. I know he had that 5.5, five, but. I think he's going to give you in that three. And what is, would it be a career, 3-8? Yeah, I mean, look, it's going to be better than Bowers, which is, I know it's not what you Yeah, I know Bowers like a career. Yeah, 3-7-6 for Strowman career. And then Bauer, if, you want, if you're looking at Bauer, his last three full years, and then I'll give you this year, which this past year was a half year or whatever, a third of the year. 2017, same exact year, 4-1. 2018, again, incredible this year, I get it. Uh, the four ones he threw 31 starts then through 27 starts in 2018 threw it a 2-2 again I get it and then 2019 threw it a 4-4 34 starts full year and then at last year where he and, threw- and the last thing on this bait, like with Stroman too like he also has been in, at the worst ballparks to pitch at yeah I mean I guess that's fair so I don't know just, there's a lot there's a, there's a lot there's a lot we could talk about with this but yeah, I, guess, like, like, this, I think I really about the price point is the same, but I get yeah. it. Sorry. All right, let's trans- transition to so another pretty hot topic for Nick and I is the NL East. Why is that? We're just jumping around. We're just jumping around. Yeah, no, like we're, we would have some division winners here from the NL East. No rhyme or reason, but I love it. Yeah. So, what do you want to start on this? 
Are we talking about what? Like what team? What team do you want to start with? Like you so just said. We can talk. Okay, I know you we, we, we both we both agree who we think is going to win this. Yes, the Braves are the Braves. far and away the best yeah, team. I think the Braves are far away the best team. Now here's where it gets another hot take. People like I don't think the Mets are even the second best team in the division, which is kind of a bold take. I get it for some people, but I do this every year. Every year, I, I like the Phillies, man. I do it every year. I did too. I just look at their team. I don't know if it's because like I just see guys like Kutch and Harper. And I'm like, God, I love those dudes. <laughs> like, and they're horrible at defense. And like, they have Segura too. And their lineup just looks so good. And they have JT. DD is like a good bargain buy too. And I'm like, oh, good move, good move. <laughs> but like, Alec are, they, are, are they better? Are they better, are they better than that? What's that? Are they better than the Mets? I'll gas you up on the Phillies, too. Think about this. Alec Bohm, dude's going to rig a third base. Yeah. Solves a huge hole. Kingery could be good. He's just a move-around piece. Deedee's a bargain. Bye. Reese Hoskins is a dog. Real Beach is the best catcher in baseball. They retain him. Bryce Harper, I know it's a big contract, but a really good player. They're going to hit off of that right there. Now, now here's the question. Can, can I, can Aaron, have you seen Aaron Noel throw? That guy's incredible. And Zach Wheeler, and they got Zach Eflin. Wheeler. Oh, that guy's good. You know? And they got Zach Eflin as their three. He's all right. Yeah, but like he's just all right. Three. Matt Moore's their four. He's probably a four, but yeah. Now I'm gonna read you their bullpen. <laughs> Dude, it's go not ahead. Good. Go ahead. It's not good. I'm gonna let you hey, go ahead. Kensler, Brogdon, and Colin Rudd. Ain't good. Isn't good. And with that defense too, it's really suspect. Here's my thing. Bullpen, you're like, your bullpen's bad. Bullpen pitching year to year is so hit or miss. Like, dude, just throw wells. Like, unless you have, like, a premium bullpen on, like, Hater, Chapman, Kimberly, even, and that's gone to shit for some odd reason. I mean, not really. He's pitched well in the last year. But, yeah. like, unless you have one of those guys, like, even Hater, look at Hater's numbers. He's unhittable as a two years or three years ago. Literally, like, a .6 or whatever it was. And then last year, it's like a 2 9. I'm not saying 2 9 is not elite. It is. Especially with those strikeouts. I'm just saying, prone to giving us some home runs, gave up some runs. Wasn't as valuable as he was two years ago. The fluctuation is so crazy. Unless you have one of those top shelf guys, you're probably just. Bullpens are just pieced together, you know? Like, you just figure yeah. it out. And they that's where I'm like. Lead. I don't know. Like, that's where, like, teams are like, oh, God, that bullpen is incredible. It's probably going to be good. I'm not saying it's not going to be good. It's just like, you can figure out your bullpen a lot of times. They, also, also, have have my least, they also have my least favorite closer in baseball. Ever. Uh, Archie Bradley. Archie Bradley. You, you know Archie why Bradley. I hate him, right? No. Yes, you do. I don't. I don't know. Uh, be the NL wild card. In oh, years ago. Oh, don't, I remember. I'm sorry. I don't even. Connor, know if you don't know, uh, like I guess like everyone out there, uh, Archie Bradley as the reliever in the uh, wild card game hit a triple. Basically, reliever as reliever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coors Field, right there. Bang. No, no, it was in. No, it was at Arizona. Okay, my fault. Yeah. Whatever. Chase. Chase is in his part two. Off, uh, off Pat Nishek. <laughs> That's tough. It was Nishek was tough. good. How was the swing, though? It was a good swing. <laughs> he, he, ripped, he ripped a slider. Oh, that's yeah. money, baby. It hung. It hung. But, like, he, Pat Nishek's slider was pretty good. So, it's just... I'm pretty upset about it. It's okay. I actually love Archie Bradley, considering he's that multi and even like universal reliever that I always wanted. He's the best game reliever in history. What's up? He's also the best game reliever in baseball history. 
I mean, I, don't know I think it's true. I don't know. Is that his only AB when he has a 400? No, Travis Wood. Oh, Travis Wood. Uh, I don't remember, but I remember. Do you remember Travis Wood? No. He also played left field for the Cubs because Joe Madden's just like, fuck it. This will be fine. <laughs> you know? I missed. Uh... He's weird, dude. Like, Oh, right, no, we can't, we, 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 gotta, we gotta kind of stick on Yeah, yeah, sorry, rough track. Yeah. It's my fault. The Phillies, yes, yeah, they, lure me in every, <laughs> they lure me in every year. They say, Nick, we're going to win 88 to 94 games. And then they win 78 to 81. And I'm like, God dang it. You have good players figured out. I also love a lot of those guys. Especially Boehm with Boehm now. I'm a big Boehm guy. Played for a D-bat back in the day. I played against him. And I was like, oh, this kid's huge. And then he went to the Phillies. That state guy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I want them to get but they're not going to be. So just because it's the Phillies. Granted, Joe Girardi, who knows? You never know, but they're not going to be. What about the Nats? The Nats. Very interesting. I have literally no idea. What do no you idea. think about the Nats? I love their first four starters. Like, everyone does. Okay, Scherzer? Mm-hmm. And then they go, who do they go? No, Corbin's not two. Strasburg's two. Yeah. Corbin's three. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. elite. Who's You're four? gonna love. You know four. You don't know four? Oh my god, I forgot. Oh god, don't do this to me. Yeah, you know four. Dude, you actually don't know who it is. No, I do. I'm. I'm just saying. Like, I'm upset now. Like, that's why. I, oh, okay. I yeah, I was like, I was like, you definitely. Know I didn't four. at first. I forgot that, that happened. You know, I just like it sucks. I love Jake here, and I'm glad we got him back. Don't get me wrong. But they're four. He's my is. favorite pitcher ever. But who's my favorite pitcher ever? John Lester. Exactly. So like, kind of sucks ass. Also like. Dude, he's been so goddamn good for the Cubs. Like, just yeah. he didn't a, go on now, one let's talk about let's talk about a game four being yeah, John Lester. <laughs> reliable. Like, I know we threw like a four something last year, but like he could eat very easily be a three five this year. Very fucking. Do they have the best rotation in baseball? Like, if Strasburg's healthy, I mean, yeah, very possible. I like probably I like to, actually. I like to think um, Scherzer and Strasburg are the best one too. I get the Degr- like Degrom. I, think. I hate some Degrom. I think he's so overrated. So. Yeah, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't. Thinking Isn't he on like the IR to start the, the season too? Yeah, no, yeah. He's, I think he's. I don't know if he's even healthy, but he's never healthy. I no, I, I'm pretty sure he's on the IR to start this season. Syndergaard. Syndergaard is yeah. I was thinking, but I'm sorry. I would not blast. I was thinking about Carrasco. They have Carrasco now. Yeah. All right. Hey, I love, really. I love him. He's. I don't know if he's. Before we get off the Nationals topic, okay, yes. right now I'm looking at a website called TeamRankings.com. Now, yeah, the, validi- the validity of this website, zero clue, okay? But they claim, <laughs> the website name claims to be pretty dang good. Uh, right now they have their estimated record to be 81 and 80, okay? Well, 81.1 and 80.9. Okay, I was like, what? <laughs> um, do you guys think they're going to be over or under 81 wins this year? That's, that's pretty close. In my head, that's just a great line. Yeah, that's really close. Uh, dude, Scherzer wins 17 games. Uh, Strasburg's healthy, wins 15, to 15, 16 games. Like, then I think, yeah, it's, it's an over. Okay. If, this. If, if, you, if, you win 80, if you win eighty percent of those games with those two, and like if their pitchers are healthy, hey, I'm a, I'm gonna write these down. We're gonna go through uh, all the teams that we talked about. I want I want to go over these. Nick, oh, yeah. Q. I would, I would if I had to make a bet on it. 
I would I would take the over. I was just like, it's gonna be close, but I take the over. And that, that that division just it's a hard every, division. I feel like every team in that also every team in that division because it's so good is gonna be lower than like I think they're valued at. Like if they were in a different division. Agreed. So Q, you're over. Yeah, I would put it over, like, but like not by much. Okay, this where you at? Under Strasburg can get hurt. Okay, and I will go. I'm gonna go under. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna go under. It's very possible they're over that eighty-one mark, but I just can't. I can't bet on it with how good. Oh my god, Kyle Schwarber's playing left field. Yeah, I mean that dude's overrated. Love you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, like I wasn't saying. I wasn't saying that as a positive thing. What? Yeah. I wasn't saying that as a positive. I mean, the dude can hit, but like not he, even he, that well. Like, he is he hit. the worst? Is he the worst defensive outfielder in the big leagues? I honestly really doubt he is. He's gotten a lot better. He's very bad. He's very bad. Hey, he's very bad. He's gotten a lot better in left field. Hear me out here. I like, dude. Is it true? Is he can't hit? Like, I mean, like, he, he can't hit. But for how? I got a, dude, I have a take. I have something that might surprise you here. Who do you think okay. starting at first? Who's starting at first? Yeah. Isn't Josh Bell uh, with them? Josh Bell. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're going to be. Ryan cool. Zimmerman. Should I forgot? Not playing. Starting. Yeah, Josh Bell, man. I mean, that's a great wow. move. Josh Bell had a Dude, they year. have a lot of depth. I just realized we shouldn't talk about like their offseason moves at all. Josh Bell is such a good trade. <laughs> Very good trade. Very good trade. Well, yeah. having a left-handed bat like that in the lineup always. Switch, switch hitting bat. Yeah. Yeah, I like to think more as a lefty. Ah. Yeah. Dude, that, that guy is so good, and it's like the perfect like COVID year. It's like, oh, dude, you have 550 OPS. Let's just the Pirates got nothing for yeah. it. Yes. It's the worst deal ever. All right, oh. real quick. We want you want to talk about this one real quick. The team that gets no love. The team Nick and I are so high on. Very high on this team. And again, they're in the... Connor, you can, can you look up the projected wins real quick? Yeah, what team is it, though? The Marlins. <laughs> oh, no, don't laugh. Don't love laugh. Them. This love team them. is uh, very... Is not very good. Is a good team. They are. And that's how, like, that, they're, they're going to come in fifth probably. I don't know, man. I want to say they're going to come in third, but like I can't do that. I'm like the Mets are going to come in last. Like I just can't do that. Or like the Mets are even going to come in. Like the Nats are going to come in last. Like I can't do that. I'm very curious how they do. I think their win total of that is it. Pacotas has their win total of 71. Someone has their win total of 71, which is an abomination. Okay, hold on. So remember when I said that team rankings validity? I'm not too sure about. Yeah. I just looked at their whole NL East projections. Washington, 81 wins, 81.1 wins. Atlanta, 81 wins. New York Mets, 81 wins. Philadelphia, 81 wins. Miami, 80.9 wins. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're still in last. I got, but... I got some projections here. Where can I look up these rankings so that way I'm got, not just got, a pretty face on this camera? Uh, yeah, or baseball Pacotas. Yeah. That's probably the best ones. Baseball what? Alright, um... What side are you on, Q? Uh, you know what side I'm on. Fangraphs? No. Uh, it's this little thing called Blue. Blue 2. Yeah. 
So, okay, where can I look up these projections? Where's a generally good place to look up projections? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read baseball Pacotas. Baseball Pacotas? Or Q, what'd you just say? Nothing, don't worry about it. You see a baseball reference? No. Oh. Okay, uh, Vish, better one with this kind of shit. Vish, I'm gonna need you to help out. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it, I'm on it. No, what's Pacotas? How do you spell P that? P E C T O S. Oh, okay. I can go over quick. Oh, right, it switched it to baseball Pecos. Pull up the Pecos League. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Washington's 84 wins. Oh, Piqueta projections for... No, that's 2020. 84 oh, wins? No, I, I want to change my answer to 84 wins. Yeah, I'm just going to look this up. Um, there's a couple good... All right, I found him. I found him. I found him. Okay. Wait, 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 prepare, Connor. Nice. So let's see. All right. So this one, let me. All right, let's redo the Nationals one then. All right. So this has them at eighty-three point four wins. So let's say eighty-three and a half over or under. Under for sure for me. Uh, um, yeah, I said eighty-three. Um, originally. Uh, you, you, you sets the line. I literally said eighty-three, and we were at eighty-one. I love it. I love it. I kind of want to. I committed. Josh Bell is such a good player. That is such a good yeah, sign. It makes you want to go. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm begging off uh, Sharp building. Carter Keeblin could be a fucking piece too. Okay, and then right. the Marlins. Marlins are at seventy point one. Over. Not over. even close. Over. Like, I yeah, really over. Seventy. So we're gonna get to do seventy point five. Okay, so Q over, Vish over. Not even close. That's my Connor. Bet of any bet this offseason. I haven't even looked at all the win totals. Yeah, like I am. I'm gonna be putting money on that for sure. No, no questions asked. Okay, alrighty, you guys are so. Look at the rotation. That's all I'll say. And well, tell me about the rotation. I don't know about the rotation. The rotation is very young, and a lot of guys you just probably wouldn't have heard of. Six though, you're pretting a six though, I guarantee it. Six though, Pedro Martinez, he's really good. Everyone knows it, and he is really good. Sandy Alcantara, dude is a dog. He's a dog. Got him back in the fucking uh, Mark Salzuna trade, which did not work for the Cardinals. And Sandy Alcantara, Cardinals pitching prospect, pitched last two years in the big leagues for the Marlins. Man, that guy's good. He's legitimate too in my head. He could be the one depending on how his career shakes out. And then Pablo God, Lopez is there too. Pablo Lopez is really good too. Very good. And then we already said Sixto at their three. And then Trevor Rogers. Dude, there's a really good rotation. Yeah. So like Sixto could be the one. Alcantara could be the one. Pablo's trying out a one, but he's good. You know, like he's a good mid rotation guy. Now, now Connor, you're probably asking why. Wait, you think the rotation's that good? Why are they projected to come in last? Yes. Their lineup isn't great. It's a problem. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not. It's not. <laughs> that was a nice way Nick could say that. It's a problem. No, I said it's a problem. It's not. It is a problem. problem. It's a problem. Now, is it better than people help than people make it out to be? Yes. Because people think like it's like one of the worst lines in the big leagues. It's not. Brian Anderson not, is not good. He's not bad. His second is not bad. So they, they have Marte. Swing Marte is legit. That guy is they have Marte. They got they got Dickerson. 
I'm a huge Love fan Corey Dickerson. Love yes. Corey Dickerson. Yes, uh, he's a good player. They have Aguilar. Yeah. Like, it's not the worst lineup. They got, like, five guys that are, like, so fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just kind of like, you're like, where's Rock your guy? You're like, they got, they got. Oh, right, it is. So you tell us hit really well last year. I don't buy it very much. I think he's gonna hit fine, but man, he's just a good defender. Like I think Gurrahas is just a good defender. So you're so telling hey, me? If you know, I'm saying for the listeners out there, right? Uh, <laughs> for the listeners out there. Hey, we have one viewer. Let's go. Expect, <laughs> no, expect to look up and that's those scores and see a lot of three-one games. No more. Yeah. Plus, Jazz Chisholm is a high ceiling. He can play second base and be good. Who knows? So Derek like Jeter's doing a good job a over there. Of like a lot of like, wait, they had they had three guys throw under a three five. Yeah, it's very like possible. maybe four. Like they could have two awesome. guys on like I could very easily see Sandy still two six or like I could see two. Six. I could see Sandy. Sandy a three one. Three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then Pablo like a three five and bang one two three. You got a and then Rogers Rogers throws it a three nine. Exactly, dude. Like or, they could easily dude. do that. Easily do that. Hey, they came in second in the division last year. I know we don't talk about last year because it was short, but fuck tomorrow. They dude. made the playoffs last year, dude. I've been just a sidetrack on this, and don't let me talk about this too much. But I've been gripping to dear life to this core group players for years now, being like, "Oh, Kyle Schwarber will turn to Anthony Rizzo offensively and all this shit." Yeah. Once we lost to the fucking Miami Marlins, <laughs> I said, "Blow it up!" I'll take trade. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the and their mother trade everybody like except for Chris Ryan obviously like even through a day I was like fuck it trade <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, 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 that's I think Chris that's Ryan is literally God so like the fact that I thought trade Chris Ryan and Anthony Rizzo is an abomination to myself yeah. I don't still believe that I'm just saying we lost to the Marlins and it rocked my world it rocked my world and at that point I had given up I was like this is the world the, like Fucking trade everyone. Like you can't win this group. So maybe, uh, maybe Nick's not actually that high into these these ro- this rotation as he is. Like, it was just justified the Cubs losing. No, uh, no, it was not. Like, that's, like, what, that's, that's what I'm saying. Good. For the no, viewers at home, I'm saying. it is not justified. That ro- the Cubs roster, Ian Happ is yeah. playing incredible. How do you lose to the fucking Marlins? For the yeah, no, for it. the viewers at home, I saw both me and Q saw this man cry when the Cubs won the World Series. So if you don't understand why he's so yes, high he's on not, this, he's not actually from Chicago, folks. He he's, he's not <laughs> big. No, he is. But I was born in Chicago, moved out of there when I was eleven. Okay, so don't question my shit. <laughs> so that's why he's so high on it. He's a White Sox fan, actually. <laughs> there are more photos of me as a kid at White Sox games because it's like a dude. There it is. So really quick, we've talked about, we've lightly touched on Atlanta. Um, you guys said was going to easily win the NL East. You guys still stand by that? Because I don't know this reference page that you gave me there, Vish, has them coming in fourth uh, with eighty three wins. So do you guys think it? Eighty three wins. Oh, you know why? That's a lock! Nick, Nick, we forgot about something. Go look at their injury report. I don't even care. It's bad. It's bad. I don't even care. So, Vish, you have them over? I'm not 83 and a half? Over for sure. Yeah, like that's another lock. Alrighty. And then, so let's keep touching on the NL East. The New York Mets. Give me guesstimations. What do you guys think? 
Uh, this website I was given has the map. No, 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 no. What? What's it have the map? What do you guys think? 88. I think it has me. Oh my god, no way. 85. That's 85. 85. 82. No way. It's higher than that. It's higher than the Braves for sure. 91.5. Oh, oh shit. Under. Oh, that hurt. Not even a question. Yeah, under. under. So. I gotta be honest. The Mets are not. What they do this offseason. I know they got maybe the best shortstop in baseball, Hammer Tatis. I love Frankie. I'm not a Cubs fan. Friends with Javi, all that shit. The guy is amazing. He is amazing. Right. Incredible. Carlos Carrasco, I have been such a believer in him for so long. He's amazing. And we were talking about, and we were talking about Stroman. Story too. What's up? And we were talking about how we love Stroman, too. Yeah, no, I... I they've been no, a team. No, 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 no. They've been on the team, though. Like, yeah. all they got was Cookie and Stroman. They're supposed and to go they have, for a they, 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 uh, they have Walker, they're four, and David Peterson, five, Colorado race. Represent! And Jordan Yamamoto, I think, right? Didn't they get him, too? <laughs> their, their rotation's really good. Um, yeah, it actually is so good. They do have a problem, though. Who plays third base? <laughs> J.D. Oh, Davis no. is kind of good, though. Is he? No, probably not, but maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. There's 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 definite holes in that lineup. We've got the New York Mets. That incredible. I one thing with the Mets. Mets fans, if any Mets fan ever listens to this, we'll agree with this. The Mets forever. I know there's new ownerships, there's new hope. That's why the Wimper Turtles. I can see 91. Not really, but I'm going under for sure. Mets have had a good roster forever. That's never been the question. Does somehow I don't know how their culture and organization or whatever whatever that is. I don't know. I'm not a major league baseball player. I played. I, I know what their I know what their culture is like. It's they not good. A, they don't have a GM. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Regardless, for years they've had a good roster and never been able to put that together. Just for whatever reason, injuries come up and just never able to win games. I don't know what it is. But they, just, they can't do it. So until I see that happen, I cannot yep. be sold. And then 91 in that division is just crazy high for me. Yeah, like, dude, especially like us having. The Nats winning over 80 games, like yeah. potentially. The yeah. Marlins winning high 70s. Yeah. And the Braves winning 90. Like, yeah. you, everyone's can, healthy. They're everyone waiting. can't win. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. So we've got the New York right. Mets at 91 and a half. All of us are under. We got Washington coming in at 83 and a half. We have a little split there. I was starting to think it's an over now in Washington, but I'm that was really close. No, you stuck with it. Um, we have Miami Marlins at 70, and all of us are over. Uh, Atlanta at 83, and then the Phillies. What do you think the Phillies are at? 80. 80. 83 and a half. So at 83 and a half for the Phillies. I go under, probably. I don't know, bro. They're, they're I've fallen for it enough. I've fallen for it enough. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fall for it one more time. Hit the over. Oh, <laughs> do it. Over for Q. Vish, you're under. Under. I do it every year. I just like, at this point, like Q. Let me just I'm gonna be that guy that says like the National are gonna be good every year, and then one year they're finally gonna be good, and I'm gonna be like, see, I told you, and you're gonna be like, <laughs> what? You do this every year. It doesn't. What count. did the Phillies do this offseason to improve upon their roster? Nothing. But I just nothing. But, 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 but last. <laughs> Yeah. Who I love, but it's the same team. Oh, boys. 
So we skipped the NL West for these projections, and I, oh brother! I don't really want to talk about it. Honestly, I know the Dodgers are. Oh brother! Not just the Dodgers. The Potters are gonna be high too. There is a clear split <laughs> yeah, between the two the and three, and it is outrageous. And the Games, the best two teams in the big leagues and then a bunch of crap. No offense to all the rest of the three yeah. teams. So, There's really quick. I wouldn't put the Giants in there. No, I mean, it's not crap. You're right. It's not Don't crap. Like, yeah, the Rockies, you can do that. It's fair. The Rockies are garbage. Don't buy strength. Really quick. We're going to go from the bottom up. All right, let's do it quick. Colorado at 61.5. I, I, that's so little games, but someone has to win 50, and it could be them. I'm going to go under. Oh. Under. Vish? Oh, God. 60, you said 60.5? 61.5. Dude, that division is... Yeah, I'll go under. It's, it, you're right. Someone else is doing 50. Okay. Next one is the San Francisco Giants at 73.5. You guys going it's over a, or under? It's a good line. It's a good line. Uh... The Giants, are, I feel like, are the, one of the only teams in somewhat of a rebuilding phase. That instead of going super young, they're going with only vets, pretty much. Yeah, they have a good farm system, too, that they're just kind of working slowly. So what What you got, Vish? I uh, go to Q, Q you up. I'll just let's just go through these quick. I'm just gonna go first instinct. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. Under, this. Yeah, yeah I'll probably go under too. Okay. Next one. Next quick. Arizona. We've got seventy six point five. I'm under. You went three unders and two overs. You can't yeah. go over the Dodgers. No. No. I might go all unders. The whole division going under? It just seems questionable. Yes, it is questionable. Another math guy doesn't seem like it adds up. I'm gonna go over the Dunbacks. Sounds good. I'm gonna go over on them as well, actually. I like Walker and uh, I like their. uh, I like Marte. They signed Walker or Christian Walker. Christian Walker. Yeah. Jesus, that's a lot. No, Walker's on the Mets. Yeah, the Mets got they got a good roster, man. Yeah. (laughs) Now I'm trying to sell myself on the Mets, but I'm not. Yeah, no, sorry, we can go back to that. Okay, next one. Slam Diego. Okay. They are at 95.5. Yes. Holy hell, man. 95. Dude, usually, so like Connor, usually in projections, um, giving 100 is kind of just, you don't. Ridiculous. Care. Yeah. So like 95 is even. Like oh, I know. No, wait till we get to the, wait till we get to the Dodgers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I already, I'm already hitting the under on the Dodgers. I already know it. I've already I'm typed in my under for San Diego. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under on the Padres. Also, just I don't know. Like that, they could do it. Actually, you know what? Bull take. They're gonna win the division. Go oh, so you got the over? I'm going over for sure as well. Okay. They're gonna win the division. Where are the Dodgers better than the Padres? Just right now, try to try to rationalize it to me. Game I don't four. Know if they are, game three. Game three pitcher. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> go, go full rotation and rotation. I'm the daughter of better, but it's not that much better. No, it's really close. Alrighty. Bullpen, the, on, on paper, like I said, bullpen's piece by piece. But the Potters have a much better bullpen. And then you want to go line up like third base, Padres, shortstop. And I'm not saying that I don't have incredible, incredible players at these positions. Seager's awesome. But Padres, shortstop, second base, likely will be the Padres. Cronenworth looks legit. And they have C.J. Abrams in the works as well. They have so many good prospects still in the minor leagues, and there's still such a good roster. Oh, man, they're so what you, good. What do, you, what do you got for the Dodgers? Dodgers, 103.5. Under. Under. I just, I just can't. Like, they could easily do it. Dude, and I don't they, know. They're they so could, good. but, like, God, so good. I just I, I refuse to pick an over on a team that's at 100 protection. Now – because someone want to do a little quick search. I'm pretty sure that the Dodgers and Rockies play over. I think it's like 35 times this year. They, they have uh, they have an opening day. I know. I'm pretty sure it's like a ridiculous, like almost 40 games that they have to play the Dodgers. That seems high, but let me Google this. Let me Google this. But and then we can why you do that? Yeah, you guys keep going. Because how much how much time do we have here left? Uh, so normally I think it would have, like, I think we've hit our mark because we started at like slightly before nine o'clock. I did read that there was something that Zoom turned uh, it off back in 2020, the 40 minute mark. So I'm not sure if that's still the case or what, but it seems like it. So we're going to keep rolling until they uh, turn this I, I want to talk about the ALEs, but I want to, like, since we're, like, because there's other things I really want to talk about, <laughs> like, let's just do it really fast. Let's do it. Okay. Like, AL East. We're just Yankee skewing best. over. Y- Yankees the best team in the division, obviously. For sure. Now, here's the thing I just want to talk about for one sec, just two teams. Is it disrespectful for me to have the Rays as the third best team since I'm going to the World Series? You like the Blue Jays that much? Yeah, I, like, I love the Blue Jays. I want to like the Blue Jays that much. I just have some questions about them still. So, I mean, and like, it's not disrespectful, but... My, my thing with the Rays is, like, they find ways to win, man. It's just, like, the opposite thing of the Mets we talked exactly. about. Exactly. Like, the roster like the, doesn't add up to the wins they get, but, it, like... It's, like, the opposite with the Mets. How we talk about, like, until we see them do it. The Rays, like, we just continually see them have guys that just overperform. Exactly. That's why I'm, like, I want to I want think the Blue Jays are better, but I can't until... Yeah. The Rays are better because on paper, yeah, like you said, I love BGO. I mean, I love Bichette. Sorry, like mm-hmm. BGO, Vlad. I don't know yet. Honestly, like he's obviously good, but how good? I don't know. But yeah, that rotation. If I use healthy, Pearson's a dog. They got someone else who they just signed. They got a pitcher. I have to look it up. I'm not sure. Um, shit. Oh, they signed Springer. Oh shit, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, Springer, and then like. It just feels like a guy that fits Toronto. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I, I agree, actually. I don't know why. I think that was a good sign. I think that's exactly who they should have gotten also. Yeah. I don't know why also. Like, they have all these young infielders. I also think Travis Shaw's very underrated if he's still on that roster. I don't even know if he is, but I think he still is. If he plays first base, I'll probably be third, actually, if I plays first. But anyway, not important. I like Travis Shaw. But yeah, I just can't. I can't sell myself on it yet. I gotta. I gotta wait and see. I. I. I, I have sold myself, but I can't sell myself. They're better than the race. That's what I'm That's fair. That's fair. All right. But I agree. Speak. I. I agree with what you're saying. So this next thing is kind of actually a transition with the Rays. Um, 
I didn't. I told you I had something I really want to talk about with you, and we. Have, I don't think we've talked about it once ever. So this is exciting. Wow. How do you feel about? I, I'm. 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 Cl- I'm trademarking the term Chris Bryaning. <laughs> because no, for this for this instance. Of, I, I know what it means wait, already. Do you know? Yeah. Oh, you do know what it means already. Yes. All right. So do you think about it? Do, do we get to Wando Franco? I would. I think wait, should we, should we explain what that means first, not. Connor? What's that? Should we explain what that means? Probably. <laughs> yes. Yes, should, please do. Should. So, uh, was it when did Chris Bryan come up? Twenty fifteen. So twenty fifteen, uh, Chris Bryan. They sat him out. Oh, twenty fourteen. Sorry. Twenty fourteen. They sat him out the first twenty games of the year, and kept him in the minor leagues for the reason of they get an extra year on his contract, his rookie deal. It was eleven games, but it was eleven games, whatever it was. It's, so, it's like uh, it's a certain amount of days. So he literally yeah. played one hundred and fifty one games, one rookie of the year. <laughs> So, but like 75, the, 26 home runs, 99 RBIs, if you're wondering. Continue. So, so they end up getting an extra year on his deal. So if you don't know who Wando Franco is, um, Connor, he is the number one prospect in baseball. Okay. Plays for the Rays. He's a shortstop. Damn. Um, he is, he's going to be a big league starter this year, for sure. No doubt. He's 19. Um, he's so good. Yeah. But they are Chris Bryaning him, and he's not going to be on the opening day roster. In other words, like if you're a major league Roth franchise, you can keep a dude down for 20 days and just literally have an extra year in his contract instead of six years. You have him for seven. It'd be stupid not to. It's just the best business decision. The Padres didn't do with Tatis, and I was up in arms. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I know it's wrong to the player, but that's that's, the, the that's, that's what I want to talk about. Um, yeah, the CBA they signed said that they allowed it. I'm not saying it's right and it's going to change. I'm just saying, if you're a team, why would you not? Yeah, especially with so. Robert. But I'm talking about it from a point of view like Tatis. Does it show something like two years down the road when you're like, "Hey, you kind of screwed me over"? That's fair. Or do you think it doesn't matter for someone like Wander Franco or like Chris Bryant that's going to get paid? Why is it Chris Bryant is Scott Boris's agent? And as much as I want to trash Scott Boris, I always will. I get why he's doing what he's doing. Players want money; he's going to get him money. But like Chris Bryant, don't matter what I think would have looked for the base deal out there. Not that I'm saying it's on Chris. I love Chris. Always will. I hope to God he stays a Cub, but it's unlikely because someone's going to overpay for him. What the Cubs will pay? I should say they're going to pay more than the Cubs are going to pay. So but, you, but I'm saying, do you think that um, I get it? Like it, you're saying, like it would. Sh- correct me does, it make, does it make bad blood? I think it definitely can. I just don't even see how. If I'm a player, man, I get it. Like I'd be like, dude. Yeah. I like. I'm not saying it's it's right. I'm just saying, like, if you're a player, this is what the CBA says. You should probably try to find it. Like, Chris Bryant, he did it perfectly. He filed a grievance. He didn't even win, which he should have, honestly. He didn't win for the grievance, but he filed a grievance and said, this is wrong. I was clearly good enough. The guys' minor league numbers the year before were eye-popping. They yeah, were and, like, eye- he had like, the mo- some of the most hype for the year, just like Juan Franco does this year. Yeah, he had 33 runs as a senior in college and then literally – he set the Division One record, and then literally his minor league year, he won minor league player of the year, like 340 with 40 home runs in 120 games. He oh, we lost Q. He filed a grievance, and like, he should have won, honestly, but he didn't. They did exactly how you should do it. So it's not right, but for your team, it just makes sense. We lost Q. No, I'm here. I'm here still. Oh. We just got a big old picture of this, and that's beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, so... Oh, there he is. I don't know. I think it's just... Connor, what do you think about, like, just hearing that for the first time? 
No, so I remember I the uh, Seattle Mariners wasn't uh, their owner or GM or somebody was caught in a meeting talking about and everything like that and saying like oh like this person won't be up till 2023 and stuff like that. Um, I mean it sucks. Like I understand what Vish is saying about that. I mean it, that's what was an agreement in the uh, player contract and everything like that. Um, I mean, I also think it sucks to be a minor league player, literally train your entire life and then be told, well, you're actually going to stay down in the minors because you are too good. So, I mean, like, in my opinion, like that absolutely sucks. But, uh, and for me too, like, so like I get it from, especially like the Rays are trying to win a division. They still believe they're going to win the division. And he's having nine games, man. Nine games is nothing. Who's their first nine games against, anyways? Let me look this up. I don't know. But it might be like 10 or 11 games or even 8. I don't even know. It's, just, it's, a, it's a number of days. I don't even know the exact number. But. Uh, and like, I, I get it from the Rays' perspective also, though, of what do the Rays do just like the A's? They're super analytical. Exactly. And they kind of have to milk because they don't have the biggest payroll. They have exactly. Some they're not going to keep... If Wander Franco is... Sorry, go ahead. I want to hear too. No, yeah. Like you're saying, like, there's a chance they don't keep Wander Franco for that long. Like, if he is what they think he's going to be, there's no way in hell in free agency in six years they're going to keep him. So yeah. might as well get him for seven. The Cubs, it's a different story. You're a major market. Chris Bryant, like... So I, I get but, it. So I, I, at the same time, I'm thinking, like... Again, this, I mean, I'm overthinking this. In Wando Franco's eyes, you go, hey, they didn't do me dirty like that. I will take a little discount. And that's right. I think it just depends on the guy. Like, is that, like, is that saying, a thing? I don't know. I mean, to your credit, like your point right here, it's like, like Tatis, I was so angry this past year when they went on the opening day roster. Which I was like, I, I was a guy who wanted to see the Padres succeed. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, like this is the dumbest thing you ever do. You have the future right here, and you just. Wasted a year, especially as the Padres. Granted, they found three hundred forty million dollars yeah. <laughs> deals, but I'm just saying, like, I didn't think they, I didn't think they had that money to do this extension. So I assumed it was a raise situation where they're not going to be able to keep this guy in six years. Why did you just do this? But now I get it; it makes more sense. But to your credit, that he signed that deal. Maybe he doesn't if they keep him down. I have no idea. Yeah, so thing and the see in like contract negotiation in three four years, or if they even ship him for that because like. He's one of those guys. Also, I just I don't see him busting. No one sees him busting. It's there's no way. Yeah, he just he's just, just no back. He's just back good. Yeah, he's about nineteen right now. I think he's twenty of the max. Twenty. Yeah. yeah. He's so a couple spring training training games already from him, dude. He is. He's one of the best players in the field already. Tampa yeah, Bay Rays. Their first six games are against the Miami Marlins and the Boston Red Sox. I mean, that's not a... Dude, are those games going to matter for you? No, but then they get really. straight into division play with the Yankees. Well, that's already all of this division then. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, I is, think oh, shoot, yeah. You can downgrade for those. If you're a team, I'm just objective. I know it's wrong, Schedule but like, magnet. that's what the CBA says. I'm, I'm doing it, you know, especially on the race. Yeah. I get it. You ready? You ready to, is that, you're kind of lost thoughts on that? Yeah, and, I, and I, I'm open to both sides. And I'm not super super opinionated about that. There's some stuff I am for sure, but I all right, uh, Connor, I want you to be in this conversation on this one. We can. Uh, so, 
as you guys know, I don't know if you do know this, um, Nick knows it, but not to like the full extent, I guess, of they're trying some minor league rules out. Yep. Like to the implement. Um, so I'm going to go through some of these and just we'll see what you guys think. So in AAA, they're going to increase the base size from 15 to 8 inches. My opinion, that's, I know it just makes it safer a little bit. Like there's doesn't change the game at all. Like that's fine. Yeah. I agree. It's like, yeah. Thanks, Rob. Double A. They're doing uh, defense fishing. So there's going to be, they don't know for sure, but there's going to be a point in the year where there's going to be no full shifts. So no three guys on the, one side of the infield. See, I, I, I'm a big fan of shifts. I really I am. Like, I, I don't understand how, like, I feel like the game regulates itself. Um, I really do, and I think we're within a five to ten, eh, honestly, five to eight year window where there's about to be another revelation. I feel like there's going to be some pitching rule, and I don't know if you guys are going to agree with this or whatever. I can definitely foresee them like moving the mound distance or something like that, um, and I definitely think it's like somewhat changing it, but I th- feel like shifts are just a part of the game. I really do, and I feel like if they slightly move the mound back a little further, which I feel like they're going to do, and it may not be much. It's probably just going to be like six inches or something like that, but that's drastically going to change how dominant the pitchers are about to be in five to seven years with the spin rate and everything like that going on. There's, they're going to go to robotic umpires here in five to seven years. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that one of them. Too. Yeah, and so... I feel like shifts are a part of the game. And so I feel like if we overhaul and try and put too much of, I don't know, rules into it, it's going to ruin the natural kind of curve of the game regulating itself. And I feel like that's about to happen in five to seven years. So I'm a big fan of keeping shifts. I think it's a part of the game. I think you have to try and beat the shift uh, if you want to work with it. And that takes the ability of a team saying, hey, I'm okay with you laying down a few bunts here or there now that becomes front or like manager and stuff it's their decision if they want to allow that and part of their uh uh offensive scheme or whatever but i think you should keep shifts i really do Maybe you want to go go for it agreed 100 percent. not even close hate the rule i merrill do you'll learn this like I'm not sure if I've ran to you about this since junior college. I probably didn't care as much in junior college. I was so obsessed with MLB. Still am. I hate Bud Selig. I just, uh, I hate them as commissioners. I hate Major League Baseball. I think they have no idea what they're doing. It's the worst run Big Four league. It's not even close. So I'm going to get my soapbox plenty of times about rule changes, what they're doing. I hate regulating the shift. The shift is part of the game. I agree. I think the game regulates itself. How the game is played, I'm very much of a purist in most things. Um, so the fact that they want to do, hey, you have to be on the be on the dirts, whatever. I know they've talked about that, but like mm-hmm. changing that you have to be on certain spots. No, like I don't think that's your issue. Yeah, that, that's I, I, honestly, that's I'm that's against that. moving the mound back too. I'll get, I can get on a rant about that. I ranted <laughs> about this morning, just because like. Not even because I'm a pitcher. I mean, probably partially because I'm a pitcher. But, like, also, I think Major League Baseball is trying to get away from strikeouts, home runs, and walks. And I think they should lean in, but they won't. And they shouldn't now because they hold all their fucking videos and shit, which is dumb. Anyway, I love the shift. Regulating is stupid. I love the fact that you have to beat it and become a full hitter. 
like mm-hmm. you said, whether that's bunting the other way or there are straight pull guys who still hit well in the big leagues against the shift, you know? Yeah, but you, you, you gotta remember, like, so, like, let's get a dude that's shifted more than anyone, Joe Gallo, right? Yeah, that Joey, dude still hits so Joe well. Joe Gulley doesn't care about the shift. No. Joe Gulley's trying to hit the ball over the infield. And if he hits a ground ball to second base, it's going to gobble up more yeah. line through the shift, but who doesn't care? Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. If it's a, sing- if it's a ground ball single, he's like, that's not what I was trying to do. Exactly. He just takes it, like... Yeah, I, I, I think that is idiotic. Baseball is pretty – like that – I hate that shit. And Sorry. Really quick to interject too, just like you said, Vish, I, I forgot to mention to myself, the fact that they're going to start counting how many feet are in the dirt or whatever, if that's like how they go to it. Yeah. Being a guy that played short, I mean, not at the level like this. Dude, I never started in the dirt. Ever. Yeah. Ever. And I didn't even have that great of an arm, but just the that's what you have to do, especially with some players when they're hitting it hard and stuff like that to give you that range. I started in shallow left field and you're going to try and tell Trevor Story or Fernando Tatis Jr. that, hey, uh, you're going to have to come a lot closer. Even just that's going to affect their just normal, regular, non shift play. And I think it's I think it's bullshit. I agree with you. It's like Seager, like. I mean, I want to compare you to Corey Seager as a player. If you don't know Reynolds, the dude's big for a shortstop. Like you're just tall, you know. Like you're Jose Iglesias is a little like a little guy, moves around really quickly, can make those small twitchy plays. Corey Seager is a big shortstop. He can make those throws, but like he plays deeper and just can afford to do it. Yeah. But also can have that same range by playing deeper. I and like I think they'll be trying to create more action, but you don't need more action. Stop trying to change the game. You should lean into home runs, walks, and strikeouts. Stop They're bending the balls. Just fucking say we're going to make them go farther. Home runs save about baseball. From an MLB, they save baseball. Talk about from an MLB perspective, like, there's only one thing the game they need to work on in the game. And, like, every baseball fan will agree with this. We talked about this. is yeah. trying to make the game quicker. And that doesn't do it. No. Like, I just don't – I don't see, like, any positive, like, outcome for this. Quicker is even for me. Like I don't even know, man. Like how I, much I quicker can you make the game? Four-hour baseball games just isn't good for anyone. I agree. I agree. I'm not saying that we should have, but we want that. I'm just saying I don't. There's a good way to make the game faster, and I don't think you're going to gain more of an audience. Well, no one, yeah, no one has TV viewership by making it quicker. I think they need to lean into the NBA kind of thing, where it's an Instagram, Twitter thing, where you can. Get videos Very and clips play, like play all the way Yeah, yeah. It's like they're trying to make it faster. It's like no, you need to lean into the home runs, the strikeouts, the spin rates, those crazy pitches that from Adam Ottavino, the pitching ninja, that shit, and the yeah. home runs. That's what people want to see. They want to see ten second clips of guys throwing a hundred that you know removes this much, you know, yeah. or guys in the ball five hundred feet. No one's watching full baseball games, and you're not gaining much with audience even if you make it faster. You're not going to lose me. I'm a baseball fan. I'm a diehard. I'm never going to stop watching them, even though I think it's a terribly run league. That's why I think it's garbage. That's why I think they hold on their media. It's so dumb. It's like you're strangling the game for dollars now, but you're shrinking its capacity for growth. It's, in the it's, it's like one of the things that uh, like NBA does the best, right, is market their individual so players so well. well. Yeah. So like for me, it's when Mike Trout's hitting, I will always tune in. Yeah. If you're able how you, to. How, how do you do that for 100 players, 50 players, and get to that kind of level is the question that they don't really – haven't been tackling. Yeah. Like, for example, like just to go on this like – because my, my issue with the game is like I think baseball is slowly dying because 
and it'll never die. Like we lose no. too much of the pastime there, but like it, like hockey could pass it. You know, like I'm not saying revenues wise, but like just popularity. Like depending on how the NHL's run. Anyway, it's not the third best sport because or third most popular because the MLB doesn't know how to market their product. Nothing is wrong with the game. I agree. We don't we don't want four hour games. But I'm just saying, like I'm not even I'm against I'm for some rule changes. Not very many, but some. So for example, also, like, I have a yeah. cousin who, who played baseball in high school. He's not like a die-hard baseball fan. He likes the Braves a lot. Shout out Jackson if you're listening. <laughs> um, I had to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. He loves the Braves. I just my eyes so hard on that too. I know. I, I mean, I made myself just one of them. He loves the pigeon. He loves those kind of videos. Those clips, he like. He watches Adam Ottavino, for example, throw a slider, or Chaz Rowe, who's a nobody. Mm-hmm. No offense to Chaz Rowe. Like, no one knows who Chaz Rowe is. And they're like, holy fuck, this guy's a witch with how he can move the baseball. Yeah, like, this ball is, like, it's, it's it defying logic and gravity. It's crazy, because it is crazy. But no one knows who that is, because you're not marketing your players. And that's, yeah. like, what people want to see. You can grow the game and get more viewership, get kids to play, do whatever you want to do within the game to grow its popularity and therefore make your money for the owners by just releasing the information to the public and stop holding on to it to milk every dollar out of it. Hi, Mom. It's so you ever think Nick should work in baseball? You know, I really do. I th- yeah, I think that would might be a smart uh, transition. <laughs> so one, other, one thing that I want to add to that, though, and by the way, we're up to three viewers right now, everybody, so... I know, right? Jackson. I know, right? Um, Jackson's on. Where's Jackson from? Uh, he's, he's in Georgia, I think, right now. Jackson, Georgia, you're on. <laughs> Jackson Homer, baby. Um, the blackouts. Like, you guys are talking about how uh, you want to get more clips out. You guys want to do more of this. I mean, there are people in the region of their team that can't even watch their team on the TV, and you can't even go to the game. Because there are some places that have blackouts. So how yeah, can you see, expand yeah, a game that, that, that when people can't so even watch it? Like, we've had this issue so many times, but yeah. that's just such a t- like TV will cable will die soon, and that will that problem will be solved. So like yeah, but I mean like just, even even if you have like the little apps or whatever you need, like there are some yeah. spots that it's still blacked out. Like MLB, there I've seen so many comments where it's like people trying to watch MLB on the MLB network or whatever it wherever it is, and they still can't get it. And it's like, how can you expand a game when there are people trying to watch it and they don't even know how to easily access the game? Yeah, no, that's like my big thing. Like, no, no, I like, yeah, TV. I don't even. I don't even care about their TV deals. Honestly, I care about social media. That's the NBA, like you said, like. They restrict and they pull all their proprietary video and information. Mm-hmm. Like Big Cat, for example, is tweeting out Cubs home runs. You don't want Big Cat tweeting out home runs of Cubs players every time. A Cubs player ran a home run. He would tweet it out. And the MLB flagged him every time. And he had to eventually stop, but they would still have Twitter down. He is literally doing your fucking job for you. Yeah. It's free marketing by an extremely influential sports person to young people. The entire yeah. demographic you can't get. How fucking dumb are you? That is literally all you need. Guys like that to back the game. And you're holding your information because you want to milk dollars out of it. Get these deals with Twitter and whoever. 
and all you have to do is let it go free to grow the game and dollars will come through TV deals and whatever and whatever. Like you need to stop holding like it is just it is so stupid. I can't even fathom it. Think about that. No, One of yeah, the most influential sports people, Big Cat, like is tweeting out his team's home runs. And the Major League Baseball is flagging him for doing it because they own the content and they can't have people tweeting out. Yeah. It's like this guy is growing the game for you right here, right now to people that you can't reach by yourself because you're too dumb. They've flagged my stuff in the past. They've flagged John Boy Media's. Dude, yeah. it, it's ridiculous. It's because they want all of the rights to all of it and they don't understand that the NBA yeah, they're, doing they're, what they're, they're doing. They're short-term ROI. Exactly. And it's like, different it's, owner, how are you backing this with yeah. Rob Manfred? It's so fucking stupid. All right, well, what are the other uh, rule changes? Yeah, let's, let's, let's finish through these uh, minor league rules. So uh, they have the, the step-off rule in high A. So it's no more like, uh, like you know, the turn move. Yeah. Like you, have to, you have to clear the rubber. You know, I've actually had an uh, umpire enforce that in a random, like, youth game really? like a year ago. Yeah. So, like, this, this actually isn't, like, one of the first times I've heard this rule. Yeah. It's so weird. They're going to try it in high um, I, Again, I just don't... Like, it's one of those rules, again, I just don't see like much positive impact on it. I, I, see, I see a lot of base runners. Like, it, it, it is a... steal more? People aren't stealing anymore. But those who will be stealing, I feel like it, we might see, like, a... Obviously, no one's going to catch Ricky Henderson right now. But, like, I could definitely see, like, a resurgence of, of those guys who that is their game... This is going. If this goes like widespread, this is gonna, I think, make a major impact. It, it is such a difference going from uh, if if it's just a quick pivot, your foot doesn't necessarily move from where it was at, and that's what some runners like really key in on is that like space. And now with the them forcing the pitcher to actually move their foot from that space to another location before they can pick, I think. For those who do steal, this is going to be major, and then for everyone else, not going to matter. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's fair, actually. That's a good point. Like a little transition. Uh, like side note on this, like Nick, we were talking about uh, the stolen bases just aren't a thing anymore. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I just even this to like I don't think it's because of pickoffs. I think it's just because like people got so analytical of like it's just a bad play. And catcher, catchers and pitchers are so close to the plate. It's just, it is. Hit a double, yeah. Yeah. Stop stealing second, getting thrown. I hit a double. That's like, yeah. but, but like also. So like, I don't really I see. Like, like, I, I, I kind of see. I kind of see Connor what you're saying. Like, it could open up an opportunity for slow matches. Like, I like stealing, like people stealing. Yeah. I think it's I'm not, from, not from a team perspective, but from a like a watching <laughs> perspective. I think it's awesome. It's so exactly. fun. Don't steal if I'm on the team or if I haven't made any decisions. Unless you're like an 80 grade speed and you have great instincts, but mm-hmm. in general, I agree. Like I think the rounds are saying, like for example, I think baseball they're dead in the balls. I hate it. I can't. That's one rule I want to talk about because again, it's like stop acting like yeah. you want action. You don't want action. You want clips. Anyway, <laughs> dumb. You want home runs. Home runs saved baseball in the 90s. Anyway, so dumb. Bring back steroids. Um, bring back steroids. What? Yeah, I mean, huh? I mean. I mean but like yeah, like steals are a great example too of like quick quick things that happen that we can you can market like hobby buys slides whatever like that kind of stuff you want you want that kind of action and that could help it I think I mean like I said I don't there's a ton of ramifications for it but yeah it's, yeah, uh, it's, I guess it's one of those rules too like I don't, and there's no negative impact to me that much yeah same like, I, just, I, it's, it's like, like I'm okay like, with it yeah 
Yeah, same. Uh, the next big, the next, the next one's really big. Uh, is the electronic strike zone, and they're gonna do it in the low A in the Southeast League. I'll let someone else go first. I, I am so split on this one. You go first, and we'll have Reynolds go as a hitter, and then I'll go. Yeah, Beautiful. I'm, like, like I think I'm gonna be right. I don't know, I'm so split on this one. I, I love the period of the game of like catchers earning strikes, and I love like a pitcher like inning in and out and but i also kind of get like the way of like where baseball is going and like trying to be like perfect every respect i don't know it's this one's really tough for me it's hard um from a hitter standpoint i actually really enjoy this obviously for the fact of Dude, with these pitchers, what they're able to do with the ball, I mean, they're witches, like uh, like Vish said, bro. It, it, it's absolutely insane what they're able to do with the ball now. Uh, and then you add in the receiving and framing of catchers behind the plate. Dude, umpires aren't seeing it. You got Joe West and you got Angel Blind Men Hernandez, like, behind the plate. Like, they don't know what they're doing, man. Like, it, it's ridiculous. And... The quicker that we can get to it, I think you're going to see hitters like Aaron Judge. Dude, their stats are going to explode because Aaron Judge gets screwed a lot. I mean, and it's not just him. It's a lot of players that aren't the normal like proportion size that umpires are used to. And so I think once we get away from it, catchers start doing the quick scope, drag scope, jazz with their gloves. Um, pitchers, they actually have to start hitting their spots. I feel like... I think it was the average MLB pitcher misses their spot by like six inches. Like I think it was like 45 to like 60% of the time. So you, you take those pitches away that were meant to be on the corner, but actually missed by two inches. That was getting called a strike by Joe West is now going to get called a ball. So I think hitters are going to appreciate it as a coach. I think it's interesting. Um, as a person that enjoys the game, I think it's I, – I wish that they would keep the normal catcher back there, for being honest, uh, or the normal umpire back there. Um, I think it's really cool. I enjoy the purest part of the game of how it's old-fashioned. Um, that's how a lot of the other sports are. I think it's an art for the catchers that have been working. You're going to have so many guys that are going through high school and college right now that nonstop, that's a predominant thing that catchers are taught. Uh, and then once they get to the high or highest level or professional, it's going to be like, hey, we actually don't care about that whatsoever. I feel like you would probably see a lot of corner guys transition uh, to catchers possibly just because they're, you don't really need to receive that much or anything like that. Um, you just get somebody that mashes behind the plate. Uh, and has a decent arm, uh, and so I think it could possibly change the game as a hitter. I love it, but before you go, Nick, before you go, real quick, because I know what you're going to say, and this doesn't take away from anything. Going back to the one like positive negative side of it, yeah. How quick is this? Like, is this going to like? We, me, and my friends were joking about this, like who I work with, who I'm working with right now, or like, is it going to like a computer like slip out a note? It's like it's a strike, and then someone has to read it. <laughs> Like, is, like, I'm obviously joking, but like, oh no, yeah, yeah. Like, how long is it, is it gonna like? Is it gonna pop up right away? Like, I like, think what's, they, the, what's the transition time on this? I have no idea. That's a good question. If it's gonna hinder length of pitching, yeah, get rid of it. Never yeah. do it. 
I'm already. Okay, so Matt, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll have a seamless transition where they're starting to do it. They'll have it like a pop up on the big board. I agree, but I'm just kind of curious. No, I agree. Like, I yeah. <laughs> strike. The guy, like, reads it. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like strike. <laughs> fall right down the middle. <laughs> There's a strike. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I I think that if this transition can be seamless, I know it's a hard topic. I get the yes side of doing it. I'm not even all the way out on it, but I'm out on it just simply because I'm a one, I'm a pitcher. Two, like I said, I'm a purist. I don't want baseball to actually change how the game is played very much. There are small things I'm for. This is a pretty big change, though. So I have a hard time with it. And I also had a hard time with when they had, like, the replay review. I was like, man. Now I'm like, okay, it's a good rule. I'm glad they did that. You know, just because like, I don't like the game being changed that much. That's a pretty big change. You know, I like the human element of it. Granted, this just completely takes the human element out of the home plate umpire, which, again, I know that's probably a good thing from, like, an objective standpoint. I get that. And I'm not even against it because, one, it could also solve, like, like you said, it could, it could help. It could be faster than a normal umpire, too. I don't, I don't know. But what I'm surprised. I'm just like, I love. Go ahead. Sorry. Yes, I was like, what, what I'm surprised mostly is, like, have you seen the umpire signed off on this? Did they? So, like, that, I don't know, that really surprised me. Obviously, I think they got, like, a settlement deal maybe a little bit in there. Okay. Because they're gonna lose money for sure. They're gonna get yeah. Like I don't know. It's it's weird they signed off on it. Um, and like I, what they're they're planning to do is have they're gonna have someone behind the plates though. Yeah. yeah. I call it out and save. Call out and uh, save. But yeah. I think I don't know. I'm just really surprised they were that because it was a, it was a pretty quick like agreement. Yeah. On the Empire side. Of That's pretty shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Very shocking. I would assume the guy at home makes more money than the guys on the bases as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, so I mean, that's probably like, they, money and probably some jobs. Yeah. So we have a viewer saying that they think that there will be sensors in the uniforms for balls and strikes to notify the players. What do you guys think of that? There's like a little yeah, buzzer, yeah, a, like uh, what the basis. Astros used to use. If there's like one of those. <laughs> I'm just thinking hilarious things right now. Imagine like hitting, and it like gets messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the hitter gets a strike and the pitcher gets a ball. Oh, brother. Just awkwardness, everybody. And everyone's like, what is happening? <laughs> also, just the, the fact that it's buzzers again. <laughs> oh, buzzers. <laughs> No, so if I if I recall, I think uh, Frontier League or some some major independent league already went to electronic umpires, and I think it's the home plate umpire calls like normal balls and strikes, and I think people can challenge uh, on what the actual result was. So that way you kind of keep a, a constant pace of. Having someone behind there, but then if it's a borderline pitch, then you you know do the little ear muffins thing or whatever it is, and uh, you you review it. Jesus, talking about people getting thrown out of games. Oh, immediately every single person after each pitch, straight to it. Oh, my coach would have hated me. I need to find this story real quick before we move on to the next thing. Um, and so. Whenever, 
Whenever we finish up these rules, I actually uh, got to go. This has been too good of a damn conversation. We're actually pushing on an hour and a half right now. Oh yeah, no worries, no worries. Just whenever we finish up the rules. I need like favorite like Joe Rowan. He's like quicker to type this stuff in. Only reason I don't have an electronic is I like the Atlantic Frank Viola. Frank Viola. Did you hear that in the background? That music. No. But Frank Viola got thrown out in the fall in the Atlantic League last year. For arguing with an uh, uh, automated strike zone. No, he did not. He did. He's the first one ever. That's so dumb. <laughs> like, when you do the umpire, you're like, dude, I don't know. Like, I didn't call. I made I a didn't, call. I didn't make the call. <laughs> it's a robot. It can't be wrong. <laughs> yeah. So that is actually one little thing that I saw that was kind of like a, a glitch in the system was that uh, in that league – you have to set like a buffer to it because if it like because the strike zone's in a, like a 3d type deal slightly so if a ball like if a seam catches the back end of it is that what you consider a strike does it have to be the full ball over the full plate can it nick like what is the uh uh margin of error or the leeway that you give on it. And so I think that that part of it is probably going to take the absolute longest. It's probably going to take the absolute longest uh, to get over and get done with. But uh, that'll be an, I, I'm interested to see how they do that or what the true definition is. Because that's going to change a lot of umpires down the, down the ranks. Because you're not going to have electronic umpires everywhere. So I feel like that would be interesting. True. Yeah, that's like, let's, no, sorry, go for it. No, it's just, it's good. the only reason I'm out, not only reasons, a couple reasons. One, yeah, I don't want to change the game a lot. I love the human element, love arguing, love that. I also love the pitcher earning the outside edge and not getting in when he's wild and then throwing it on a dot on like the, that's like, like you said, clipping the zone on the outer half or the inner half or whatever and not getting it because he has been so inconsistent. I love both those kind of things. Um, I know that doesn't make any sense. Just like how I was against replay when it first came out, not super heavily, but just like, I don't know. Like, I, I get it doesn't make sense, but I just, like, I love that aspect of the game, the human element, and being able to earn your way in or not earn your way into strikes and balls, depending. I'm not saying, I don't want, and there, because you're right, there are umpires out there that are, you know, where you can get horrible calls, even in the major leagues. Um, and by and large, major leagues are pretty good, but like you said, you have guys out there who are giving horrendous calls. Um, so, like, I'm obviously here for earning, you know, like, what did you want to say, like, a, a half a ball off or whatever, but I'm not for earning, not even half a ball. I'm, I'm not hurting just off of the outer edge, but like I get what you're saying. I, I hear both sides. Both sides make sense. I'm just against it for a couple of reasons, but I'm not like super dug in, if that makes sense. Let's talk about the last one here, and then we'll be done with these. Uh, the pickoff. There's a pickoff limit for uh, to be two per AB. I forgot what league this is in, but I am you know, for yeah. this. I am for this, but like, what if you do it twice and then you're like, guys, don't be dumb. Yeah. Don't guys, don't show. Halfway to, halfway, to, halfway to second, you're like. I can't step off. Yeah, don't be, <laughs> don't be dumb. Yeah, use them, use them strategically, I guess. Like, I mean, I feel like you probably would have to add like a little, like on the after the seventh foul ball, we're gonna add like one pickoff for you or something like that. But I mean, you like step off rule and this rule. That's all I'm saying. Because then, like, you just give yeah. your bases away. Yeah. I am for this, man. I am for this. Connor, Get- Connor Pro 
stolen bases is what we learned today. <laughs> Dude, I love it. I love the action because then, you know, you give it back. You guys were saying earlier that pitchers and catchers are so quick uh, to the plate and everything like that. I mean, this could be that counterbalance that possibly gets the – I that makes it to where it's not as statistically poor to steal. I mean, this, yeah. this gives you a chance. I mean, and also as a pitcher – I mean, you don't have to pick off twice. <laughs> like, how, how many times have we seen more than two pickoffs in an individual, like, A, B consistently? Yeah, that's true. And I feel like more than honestly than I would like to see. Exactly, and they're not needed. No, I agree. It's just like when you see those guys doing a bunch, but it's just like that gives a pretty easy stolen base. I guess you just pitch out, though. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. That that's kind of interesting now though. You have like the strategy of like off. you you mute two of your two of your pickoffs already. The guy's a big lead. You pick you pitch out. Yeah. Also like them? if he picks cool. out twice. Yeah, I kinda like that. Could he like step off and like disengage the rubber completely and throw it like to second base or is yeah, it I'm just not like, sure. like, like where you can just like run at him? <laughs> If this guy's getting unlimited leads, it's a guaranteed steal. You know, like that. Yeah, it's like he's hacking, he's halfway there, and you like look over at the umpire, and you're like, please. Like, the minute you step on the river, you can't disengage. That would just yeah. See, so, you know, we'll look, we'll look definitely more into that. I, I would definitely say, like, if they made it to where you can only make a throw to a designated base while within the mound of the uh, of the mound twice in an at bat, but if you disengage, you can disengage as many times as you want. Hey, pump fake that thing. Let, let me see it, baby. Let me see what you've got, okay? Um, and just let it go. If they want to pick off, make it to where – or not pick off. But if they want to throw over and they've already done their two pick throws, make them run off of the mound, become an infielder. Let's yeah, change you, the – I liked it. Like, Reynolds, sorry, I'm going to jump in. Go for it. This is like a Chris Finnegan. You have to, like, disengage. I like the two kickoffs. And then, like, let's say the guy gets the unlimited lead to second base. We either pitch out or if he's so grossly off the base where, like, the pitch out wouldn't even do it and the guy's from mm-hmm. the or whatever, disengage. You have to t- have a foot on the grass to release the ball. I like that. To throw the ball. Sense. You have to actually be off of the mound. You can't be on the dirt. You can't just disengage. And like throw the ball on the dirt because it's pretty much a pickoff, slower pickoff. You have to, you know, take a hop step or whatever, get to the grass to make third or second base. Last thing I missed. Then you can't just get a free base, but still, you know, keep some action in the game. Last thing on this though, uh, it's like it seems like a lot of these rules are kind of pushing for more stolen bases. Connor, I've already talked about Nick. When do you? This is the lowest stolen base attempts uh, per game since when? When do you think? Because Nick knows the answer already. Ooh. Like, well, this, these last two years, the lowest stolen base attempts since what year? I'm thinking steroid area, but if I remember correctly, like, there were still a lot of people like Jeffrey Fry that were just slapping little singles and trying to run around. So I'm thinking probably even before then. Uh, I'm going to probably go when they didn't know stealing was a thing, probably in, like, the 1915s. It is 1979. Oh wow! Not even remotely yeah. close on my end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the lowest stolen base since then. Wow. Which, again, it's just becoming, it's, from an analytics standpoint, it's coming bad play. Yeah. Just like bunting, just, just like. Yeah. yeah. Is that uh? Is that all the rule changes? That is all the rule changes. Do you guys have any closing remarks? 
that uh, you, we can play. We can play. We can play. You want to see how Nick's a wizard with batting averages and OPS? <laughs> Let's do this. All right, yeah, we're gonna do a quick quiz, Nick. Game. Right, I'll, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll do a Nick. This is actually insane. I bet he actually guesses right. Let's go. Some. Uh, what, what kind of player should we? I'm gonna type yeah, in the player. Give me some uh, random ones. Give me a random one. Guess the real Wanderers. Guess the OPS. Yeah, no, give it to me. Uh, I bet you I get pretty close on a lot of these. We'll start easy. This is if you. I guarantee you. Everybody knows the standard with number. Let's give it on my OPS. What year? Out. Career. Oh shit, this is gonna be hard. Oh, you don't know it? After last year, I haven't looked since last year. Keep it oh, so no. bad. Eight. It's gonna be eight, eight eighty or eight ninety for sure. We got eight. Ninety one. Ah, he's wrong. Eight eighty nine. Fuck. <laughs> Isn't that insane? No, he knows that. That's <laughs> bad. I don't know it. Honestly. <laughs> Weird, you know that. You want me to tell you what he his rookie year with how many home runs, how many RBIs? I might be able to tell how many runs. What do you got? Rookie year, 275, 26 bombs, 99 RBIs. It's a guarantee. It's a lock. You got a. Can you give me uh, his MVP year? I mean, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, I can give you how many doubles, third, that's triple, yeah. I might be able to give you that. It was 295, no doubt about it. You're wrong. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, shit, am I wrong? Two, you're wrong. Oh, no. 292. Oh, fuck. I was going to say 292 after. Oh. That was bad. You guys can't see my face right now. That was bad. Hilarious. I mean, that, that honestly pains me. That's what do you got? What do you got? Uh, home runs with RBIs. Oh, no. Home runs, it's not even really funny. Don't fuck with me. Because Chris hit a home run in the All-Star game. It should be oh, Dude, you know what year this not. was? What's up? Oh, my God. I forgot what year this was. No, yeah, it was that year. Yeah, real quick. We'll be done after this, Connor. He had, 40. he had 40 home runs. That's what I'll say. No, he did not. I'm aware. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So, Nick and I have uh, – we've been doing pre-season bets since – our first fall at Garden City is for 2015. And the bets were always – they started off as who will hit more home runs, Nolan or Chris Bryant. Yeah, and obviously. And we added the next year – so it was like five bucks or something, you know, broke college kids. Like <laughs> five bucks, uh, whoever hits more, and then an additional five if you get to 40. So if you both get to 40, it, like, it clears out. It was like uh, – it was a, the toughest we've ever, like, the closest we ever had with Nolan and Chris. And yeah. it was, like, May or something. And the, Cub, the Cubs are playing the White oh, yeah, Sox, yeah. right? Yeah. White Sox, yes. White Sox. Who, who robbed it? I might have been Adam. It was left-handed. I think it was Adam. I mean, it wasn't Adam. It was to left field. Was it Adam? Probably right. Fuck. I don't Adam, remember. I don't remember. So, but somebody, uh, somebody robs a home run in, like, an April. It's like, 11th of the year or something. It was like whatever. Like, and Nick texts me and goes, "What if Chris Bryant ends with forty or thirty-nine home runs?" And I lose on that bet. And I was like, "That's not going to happen." Turns out, no one ends at forty home runs on the dot, and Chris Bryant's with thirty-nine. So he loses both bets on that one rock home run. Brutal. In May. And, and then he it. also likes to talk about that. I lose the Nolan home run bet and then get to forty. 
Yeah, and the All-Star game that year he had a home run in the first inning. He would missle off Chris Sale. A missile homer off Chris Sale. And he was trying to make make me count it for like a month and a half. Like every day I would say he'd be like, Chris Sale's a machine. You know, if we're being honest, if we're being honest, I might side with Vish on this one. You think I owe Nick $10? I mean, like, were there any, like, Terms and conditions, like fine print, that it would have to be. I mean, technically, if the bet was, if the bet was that he would hit 40 home runs, and he ended up hitting 39 in the regular season and one in an exhibition game, technically, he still hit 40 home runs. Technically, I'm ten dollars richer. Uh, you're hitting 102 RBIs though, if you're wondering as well. I can't believe I missed 292. Oh my god. He has a year where he has, two, he has 295 the next year. Yep. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Why do you know that? that? What do you mean, how do I know that? Like, what, do you just, like, you lay in your bed and you're like, that'd be cool. Like, let me just study this line of. I mean, dude, Chris I just, Bryant. like, after the year, I'm like, I know what Chris Bryant's hitting. Like, if you ask me during the season, once the season starts, I'll know if you text me on the day, what's the OPS today? I'll probably get it right on the head. I'm not. It's just a weird, weird. It's just weird. All right, hold on. Let's, let's put that down right now. So, what was that? If you, uh, if you text. Vish. Yeah, like if you text me during the day, like the random day, but before the Cubs play, not after, because like I have to look at the box score if I don't watch the game. If you text me before the Cubs play on a day, what's Chris Bryant's OPS right now? I will probably know. So I check the box score every night and see what his line is. All right, we're gonna take you up you on that. Also, I might know Anthony's too, depending. Real quick, can you do hobby bias OPS? Career? Yeah, career. Oh, this is gonna be. This is hard because the start of his year he was not. He was fine, but he wasn't. Or do you want to do it? Actually, can you get his best OPS? Yeah, I'll be pretty close. I think his best year he had like an 880. Is it in the 880s? Is it not? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Uh, eight, I'm just going to guess 881. 881. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. God, I'm a machine. I'm a machine. It's just like why? Like, I don't why? even think I, I get so- that. There's so many more useful things. You know how people, Connor, people have like, why do you know like a bunch of movie lines? Yeah. Like it's just so unnecessary to know. Like you could be having like that space for so much other things. That's how Nick is with OPS stats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not even like mostly Cubs, but not even Cubs. Like they're random guys. Yeah, they're random players who just knows for some reason. Yeah, it just makes no sense. I love it. I love it. Well, gentlemen, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, I really appreciate it. I think it went really well. Uh, if you guys would like, you guys can rewatch this at twitch.tv backslash RBI underscore baseball underscore LLC. Here in a little bit, you guys can also locate it on YouTube, uh, RBI baseball LLC. You guys can find the schedule for everything like this on my Instagram, RBI baseball underscore LLC. And Vish and Q, you guys want to link your socials? No, no, I'm okay. I, have, I, kinda, I, kinda, I kinda just deleted all my stuff. Yeah. Oh, did you I really? Have I go on it about once a week. Other than that, I don't go on my social media. If you follow it, I don't go on it, so I probably won't see it. But if you want to go on there, you can. Awesome. Thank you guys so I much. Still. I really appreciate it. We're going to hop off the stream, but uh, the Zoom meeting can keep going. So thank you, everybody who tuned in. Really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to try and figure out a schedule uh, for this uh, if possible. And uh, we'll get it out there. Thank you, guys. Have a good one.